Good morning. It's a Tuesday morning and I'm Maya Wimala and I'm in Crystal Lake, Illinois, only about 10 minutes from Blue Lotus Temple in Woodstock. I'm sorry I missed everybody on uh, Sunday. That was uh, the day, a day retreat that Bhante Sujatha did at the temple or we did it online and I participated in that. I was uh, I did a meditation in the afternoon, and Bhante Pamaratana from Pittsburgh was was the main speaker, and he did an incredible talk. It was worth it was worth the entire day. It was a wonderful day retreat. I see Steve. Hi, Steve. He was there too. And I hope when we do another one that more of you come. I was really pleased with the day. For me, it made it up. There was meditation in the morning, and then we had uh, a sutta study with Bhante Bhadia, and then we all had we had breaks, and then we had you know we took time off from the retreat to have lunch and enough breaks, and then in the after afternoon after lunch, Bhante Pemaratana did a an incredible talk. I, I everyone was, I think, wowed by it. But it was there was so much information and different ways of looking at uh, the, the the basic teachings of the Buddha, the Four Noble Truths and the Eightfold Path, and some beautiful connections with other teachings. So, and then I ended with just a, a few words about the five precepts and. Uh, and a meditation. So it was a, it, the day was lovely, and I think it was, I felt like it was a beautiful way to spend a Sunday. And it, we were, we were done at three o'clock, but we'd had a, a great experience. So anyway, that was why I wasn't here with you. I couldn't, it started at, at the same time, and so I had to I had to, and I forgot to let you know ahead of time, so my apologies. But here we are, we're still in the same, we're still in the same situation, isn't that interesting? Nothing's, nothing's resolved, it's, I was telling my son, who's been working all through the pandemic, and still working, he said, he said he needed a vacation, and I know he really does, but I said, we have to learn all kinds of techniques because this situation is going to be with us for a long time. And it will be with us to be concerned about and deal with uh, when we're out a lot more and being around people. We're going to have a long period of having to make different decisions about what we do and where we go and how careful we are and how much distancing we need to uh, to remember at all times, and I think that's going to be that's going to be for the immediate future, and uh, we need to have good good ways to deal with the stresses that will create. We'll be changing the way we relate to a lot of people, and uh, we'll have to do it for their protection and for our protection. And it's important for us to remember that it's part of our practice. If you've taken the precepts or if you, if you 
are a student of the Buddha's teachings, whether you've taken the precepts or not, uh, we practice harmlessness to ourselves and to others. And that was as basic as a teaching of the Buddha's as he ever put out. Part of that creating, that ability to create the ground for us to practice meditation and to get the true benefits from our meditation, those concepts have to become our daily life motivations, our daily life resolutions. So that includes harmlessness to ourselves and to others. And it includes being honest and truthful. And it includes not taking things that are that don't belong to us. And that can be material or immaterial things. It includes being careful in our intimate relationships with people, that we're not using people, that we're not harming people, that we're not getting ourselves into harmful relationships. And it includes not letting our minds become clouded with intoxicants or overuse or addiction to anything, from shopping to cooking uh, uh, to, and eating or being a too much uh, too into food, so it becomes more of an obsession. Um, it it doesn't have to be drugs and alcohol, although although they are definitely there because we know and the Buddha know knew in in his age, and it was known before the Buddha that when the mind is intoxicated and clouded, we don't make the best decisions. We make decisions that we may have some remorse about afterwards. And we're always working with our minds, so we want to keep those minds clear. So anything in your life that you're doing that's causing you to have those periods where you just don't want to, you just don't want to be uh, doing the right thing, like you want to just go on a vacation from being a good person or following the rules or not being able to do the things you used to do, take a rest. I was reading something by Jack Kornfield in a, in a book called Beyond Anger, and he wrote this way up at least a year or so before the pandemic, and so many of his comments are talking about climate change. And he was talking about the condition we have to be in to do any kind of social action or protesting or uh, standing up against uh, positions that we believe are not right for this world, for survival. Um, and we can use all of these, all of his ideas looking at this period we're going through now. And I'm sure he would, he could have easily written this entire book for the pandemic time. But he says, before we make this important decisions, that can include being involved in protest or civil disobedience, or uh, it could include how we're going to deal with, say, a wedding coming up or a family get-together or a time when, said, the death of someone in a family, or, and you know there may be a large group of people 
meeting and being together and you're concerned about the safety of that. He says, be sure you prepare your mind to be calm and settled before you make a decision. And he, he suggested listening to, uh, listening to Mozart. Uh, you, you can listen to beautiful chanting. There's so much of it on YouTube. And Aimee Oe does the, the uh, metta chant in such a beautiful, beautiful way. So you can find Buddhist monks chanting or uh, wonderful lay people who, who are doing chanting all over the world. And listen to music that calms you, whatever it is. Don't listen to music that like stirs you up or agitates you. Even though sometimes you may like that, you may like being stirred by the music. But if you're trying to make sensible, deliberate, careful choices, we can prepare ourselves to make the right choices. Or to, or if we, for example, if you're going to be involved in a protest, to prepare yourself to be in that, take that action, but to be calm, to be without any kind of hatred, without anger, uh, when you participate. And that's going to try your, your resolve to the utmost. And especially if there's any kind of uh, pushback against peaceful protesters, then those protesters have, may have a tendency to become less than peaceful. But think about it too with situations where you're you may be with around more people than you're comfortable with. Um, prepare for that mindfully. Take some time to deliberate your decisions and uh, how you how you'll behave. And his suggestions were: get yourself into that state of mind from the beginning. And we know that when we sit regularly, that helps us have that have access to that quieter, deeper place in our minds, that more silent place in our minds, much more easily. It's readily available for us. And listening to music that is beautiful and calming for you, and reading things that you may have poetry or you may have particular verses or uh, passages that you can read from a text that helps you come back to yourself and helps you be in that that calm place where you can make the right decision. Uh, be rested. Don't be running on just nerves. Don't be running on that adrenaline that may be fired up in you because of your passion for something. But you want to be, uh, you want to be steadfast. You want to be calm. You want to be a beacon for others. And whatever you're approaching, do it from those places and do it ahead of time. So that's why it's this, that's why daily sitting is so important. And that's why having something that you're reading that gives you that, those qualities, having something all the time that where you can pick up a book or you can pick up and open it to almost any page and be inspired, or you're, you're studying something and every day you do a little reading on it. 
there's so many things right now available to us on YouTube and on Zoom and classes are being offered and there's stuff online. So even if there's no physical place for you to go, there's so much being offered. And there are a lot of stresses, your daily stresses. You need the same preparation. I know many of you are unemployed, and right now, then the federal government is ah, playing playing with that and letting, letting precious days go by. And uh, there are people who know that they're, even if they are working, that they're always in danger and worried about bringing bringing home illness to family members. So I think even if we're feeling very safe and secure in our own spot, and remember that security is an illusion and that safety is not, an, is not real, but even if we're feeling okay, we have to be aware of how other people are stressed to the max. And when we do think about the world, when we do practice metta, we really need to be including all of those people. And everything could turn for us on a dime, and we may be just as worried and concerned. But when we are out in public, we have to realize that other people are not coming from as solid a place as we may be feeling. And we have to be willing to be protective of them as well. So take care of yourself and know that when you're doing that properly, you are taking care of others. So why don't we read my wish? You've probably all got it memorized. I'm still worried I'm going to get the lines messed up. Um, Let's start with my wish and then we can sit. May I become, at all times, both now and forever, a protector for those without protection, a guide for those who have lost their way, a ship for those with an ocean to cross, a sanctuary for those in danger, a lamp for those without light, and a refuge for those who lack shelter, and a servant to all in need. By means of this meritorious deed, may I never join with the unwise, only the wise, until the time I attain Nibbana. So, why don't we sit and practice metta and let this, don't let this be the only time you sit during the day. If you have five minutes, you can do a short metta practice. Or if you have a chance to be outside, and the weather's beautiful here. I know it's stormy in other places. But if you have a chance to be outside, be out in nature a bit, and maybe you can find a place to sit, or you can do walking meditation. And I think practicing metta can be one of the things where we're we're thinking of ourselves, and then we're very consciously radiating that out. And this is what the world needs now. Everybody to do metta practice. It wouldn't necessarily make all the problems go away, but it would make us be more prepared to be in the world and be 
helpful rather than harmful. And it may, it may, that energy may touch people's hearts, whether they know it or not, and it may help with some of their own indecision and stress. So be comfortable. If you can, close your eyes. Don't forget that hand on your belly so you can be aware that your body is breathing more deeply, naturally now. And you can feel the air coming. You'll feel your belly rising and falling with your inhale and exhale. If you're allowing your body to breathe and expand your lungs with oxygen. If you're very stressed, or if you're, we know if you're sick with uh, COVID-19, this is a disease that's hitting our respiratory systems. So our, our breath is going to be hard when we're really ill or when we're really stressed or anxious. We're breathing just at the top of our lungs. So we've been training ourselves to breathe. Let your body, give your body, your body's doing the breathing. We're just observing it. But give your body permission to help calm you and to help you get that better, more, better, meaning more oxygen into your lungs. Just be aware of it as you focus on your breath. Your hand will feel your belly moving out and then contracting on the exhale. And you can be aware your body is breathing for you to keep you healthy. As you continue sitting, you want your focus to either be on the tip of your nose, being aware of the breath and those sensations you can feel around your nostrils or just inside, or you can keep your attention on your breath in your belly. Belly pushing out a little with our inhale and contracting as we exhale. Feel your posture as you relax, feel your posture relaxing. But that can allow you, that relaxing can allow you to sit up and feel yourself uh, reaching up through your spine. Let your spine elongate, whether you're walking or on your back or seated in a chair or a cushion. Feel your spine elongating, uplifting. Be aware of the balance in your body. 
from the top of your head down. Just allow your body to do the right thing. Now send, send the thoughts to yourself that can comfort you and know that peace can be with you. May I be well. May I stay well. And if I'm well, if I'm unwell now. May I soon be well in mind, in body, and in, in spirit. May I feel safe in this world May I be content, allowing myself to experience joy and happiness. And may I dwell in peace. Now extend these same wishes, these same good thoughts, out to the people closest to you, your loved ones, your family members, and the friends you think of as your, ex your extended family, your noble friends. These are the people that you you feel as much as you can unconditional love towards. Even if times are rocky or you've gone a long time without seeing them, you know that you reconnect immediately. You know your hearts are with them. May all my loved ones be well and be recovering from any illnesses that they may be experiencing. May all my loved ones feel safe in this world.
May they be content. Willing to make the efforts to keep themselves and others safe. May they dwell in peace. May all of my loved ones be free from fear and worry and anxiety. Now extend out and let's begin to radiate out this quality of goodwill, of friendliness, and first send it out to the state you live in. Be aware of all the beings, human and non-human, in your state. So many strangers to us, but we're all residents in this very large community. So they're strangers, they're dear friends, they're loved ones, they're acquaintances, they're very difficult people for us, people that are challenging us and what we think and what we believe. And they're all the living beings, the non-human beings. The animals we share our homes with, the wild animals we feed and love to watch, the wild animals we don't like to see in our yards and our gardens, and all of the other creatures and animals And there are all the people who are being born and people dying. So let's send metta to all of those that wide variety of beings and let go of any sense of uh, wanting to choose some and letting go of others. When we practice metta, when we practice sending goodwill from, from, from our hearts and our minds. We don't make choices between who deserves it and who doesn't, or who we like or we don't like. When we begin to truly send metta, 
quality we call loving kindness that means goodwill. That's a quality that goes out infinitely. It misses no one, nothing. May my intentions be harmlessness towards all of these beings, these living beings in my state. Harmlessness and goodwill May I be aware of all of these living beings in everything I do and every choice I make. Now just allow these qualities of harmlessness and goodwill to continue radiating from you. Just allow yourself to feel this quality going from you outward. We can begin to see our connections with all life why goodwill and harmlessness are so important. We are connected to each other and everything comes back to us. One person's success is everyone's success. When we expand out to others, our sense of self becomes more appropriate. Our egos let go. We can begin to see what we are a part of. It's not about us. It's not about our little selves. It's about all of us together.
So keep sitting and I'll read my wish. Keep sitting, keep feeling yourself expanding, radiating out. May I become at times, both now and forever, a protector for those without protection, a guide for those who have lost their way, a ship for those with an ocean to cross, a sanctuary for those in danger, a lamp for those without light, a place of refuge for those who lack shelter, and a servant to all in need. By means of this meritorious deed, may I never join with the unwise, only the wise, until the time I attain Nibbana. Have a beautiful day. I'll see you Thursday, back on track. So glad to see all of you, and hope you have a beautiful day and a joyful day. Bye-bye.